Thanks, everybody, for listening. <clears throat> My name is Damien. This episode is about uh, sleeping poorly or sleep deprivation, manic times, and uh, some tips that I have for getting a good night's sleep and avoiding hypomania and mania. Uh, you know, I am going to be totally honest. I miss being hypomanic. Hypomania and mania, you know, at least for a time, it's better than any drug I've ever ever used. Uh, and, And the duration is always much longer. But the come down, the crippling depressions, the lost time, the suicidal ideations... No thanks. I, I miss those feelings of excessive energy and totally believing in myself and everything that I do. You know, and I remember uh, I, was, I was so manic and, and, and smoking meth on, on the way back from uh, the dealer's house and I was, I was listening to Bush, uh, the Bush song, Come Down, I Don't Want to Come Back Down from This Cloud, and, you know, I did not, you know, I just, I wanted to be high, I wanted to be manic permanently, I, I love that feeling, you know, it just, but it never, it never lasts, you know, the come down always happens, and I do not want to be manic anymore. Uh, you know, it took years and years for me to believe this, but it is so true that sleep, good night's sleep consistently is key to mood stability. You know, a, a great predictor for manic episodes is sleep deprivation. You know, whether you're up all night or sleeping just a few hours a night over a period of time, you are definitely lighting the fuse for a mood disruption. I recently read the book Two Bipolar Chicks Guide to Survival uh, by Wendy K. Williamson and Honora Rose. They said that bipolar disorder only affects your mood that is not true. It also affects your judgment, your concentration, your sleep, memory, and energy levels. I guess what I have, what I have come to realize is that I, I need seven hours of sleep for an optimal state the next morning. And that is my goal each night. And when I wake up uh, to sleep for that amount of time... I really try not to sleep less. You know, some nights maybe eight eight hours, nine hours, rarely. But I really try to sleep. Try try not to sleep less. Uh, you know, and sometimes I sleep for four or five hours. I get up to uh, whatever it is, use the bathroom or, or blow my nose, and I'm like, oh wow, I'm, I'm up. I can stay up now. I have this to do. I have that to do on my computer. I can play a game. Maybe I'll play the guitar. Really? At three in the morning? I mean, 
sometimes it was so hard for me to get back to sleep when I thought about all the things I wanted to do, you know, um, but that was always uh, such a great predictor for hypomania and mania, the, the lack of sleeping. You know, when I'm sleeping less than seven hours for several nights in a row, I know, I know I'm heading for trouble. Uh, when those hypomanic feelings start coming, the high energy levels, all the plans that I have and that I make in my head at least, thinking that I have insight into everything and everyone, well, it's, it's difficult to rein yourself in. Um, uh, I guess a couple months ago, three months ago, I was, I was having a problem sleeping. I, uh, maybe four hours, five hours, four or five nights in a row. And, you know, wouldn't you know, I got, uh, hypomanic and, um, and I, I love that feeling, but I, uh, you know, I was, I had all these plans. I was driving here, driving there, you know, doing all these things that never, I never really completed. And I just, I knew where I was headed. So I, I called my psychiatrist and I spoke with him on the phone. Uh, he recommended that I, that I take, uh, Vralar, Vralar. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Vralar, V-R-A-Y-L-A-R. It's an anti-psychotic, and uh, he said, I, I don't want to take any more psych meds than I already do, but he said just to take it for a few nights and see if it, how that helps me, that I didn't have to take it long-term, that I could stop taking it if it started to work, and lo and behold, uh, four days later, three days later, I was back to my baseline. It was amazing. I mean, not... 100% back to my baseline but back to feeling more normal than than feeling hypomanic and a week or a little bit longer than a week I was back to my baseline and I stopped taking the Vralar and uh, my psychiatrist told me that I to keep the pills I didn't take and to take them PRN if what had happened would happen again and I I do have them Still, I'm keeping them. I have them in my uh, cabinet with my other pills. So if I would get hypomanic again, I will take the Vralar again. You know, uh, it was uh, a little more than a year ago. I uh, I was not sleeping at all. I think for I don't know maybe a week without sleeping. Uh, and and using drugs, and and drinking, um, abusing uh, prescription pills like Adderall, and I was out of my mind, and uh, I was uh, with uh, this girl, the the girl that I'm dating, that I'm still dating, fortunately, and. Uh, I just caused all kinds of trouble at her house. She was on the phone with her sister. Um, I physically hurt her. I, I was, I was, uh, but I, I, I thought everything I was doing was right. That I was a god. That I know what's best for myself and for you, and for you, and for you. 
you know, and, but obviously that's, I mean, no, it's not, you know, I, uh, I ended up going to jail for a couple nights because of that, and, I mean, the police showed up, I was, I was half-clothed, I was vaping, and they asked what was going on, they took one look at my girlfriend and saw the bruises on her face, and, you know, right away took me, put, put me in their police car, and, and I was blah, 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 talking in the back, saying, like, everyone's doing meth, and everyone's on, everyone's high, and, and I don't know why she called you and told you this, because that's not true, she's on meth, and, and they were just listening to police, and like, okay, and what else, and what else happened, and who else did you speak with, I mean, I was trying everything to get out of going to jail, but that's, that's where I ended up, uh, the worst, the worst two nights of my life. Um, it was, it was hard. It was horrible. I mean, I don't, I don't know. For any of you who have been to jail, you understand. And any of you who haven't, do not. Please stay away and avoid doing the things that and you end up that will end you up there. Uh, I mean, the my my. My toilet was in my cell. I, I couldn't have my phone, my computer, obviously nothing. I mean, not even a book. I couldn't smoke or vape. I couldn't use the phone. I was given one phone call. I, you know, I made a call to try to get myself out of there, which, you know, didn't happen. But uh, in a couple of days, I was released on bail. And um, eventually I had a hearing and... Um, I fortunately I got off with just a, a significant fine and I, no more jail time. You know, but I know I was out of control. My thoughts and and my brain were in overdrive. The only thing preventing me from banging into the walls and yelling obscenities at my jailers was the thought of spending even more time in that hellhole. It was horrible. I even asked the. The, uh, the the police there for my psych meds. I wanted to be sent to a psychiatric facility. I knew I was manic. I mean, I know. I knew. I thought at least I, <coughs> I could go to a excuse me. I could go to a, a psychiatric ward and get help for my you know my mental illness. But but I had been arrested and I had to deal with the consequences of my out of control manic episode. You know, when I was finally released, I went back on my psych meds and I told myself that it would never happen again. You know, I physically and emotionally hurt someone close to me who I loved and I still love her. I had to make serious changes in my life and get my shit together and somehow I would try to right my wrongs. So, you know, it was about a week after getting out of jail I wound up in the psych ward where I asked to go when I was in jail for like the 14th or 15th time in my life and I had slept maybe 10 or 20 hours for the past two weeks when I was in jail I did not sleep at all which was a con- continuation of the not sleeping uh, and the first thing the psychiatrist at the psych ward said to me is you need to sleep he gave me my first dose of trazodone, 
which is a non-addictive sleeping pill. And that night, I slept 11 or 12 hours. You know, when we don't get enough sleep, our cortisol levels are raised, which is exactly what makes us feel even more stressed and anxious. You know, we live in a society that glorifies minimal hours of sleep and maximum hours of productivity. And when you're hypomanic and manic, productivity is the be-all, end-all of your existence. It can be hard to go against this grain, but research shows that one of the best things you can do for your physical, mental, and emotional health is to prioritize your relationship with sleep. So I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I was going to talk about some of the tips I have uh, for getting a good night's sleep, you know, uh, and these are the things I've been doing uh, since that those the, those few nights, those couple nights in jail. Um, maybe not right after I got out, but pretty soon after. So a little more than a year, I have been. Uh, practicing these things. I I no longer drink coffee after 4 p.m. It's another thing I talked to my psychiatrist about. Uh, he recommended no caffeine and I, I avoid caffeine altogether in the evening. And after my morning coffee or two cups of coffee, that that's usually my max, two cups, I switch to half-calf for the rest of the day, maybe one or two half-calves. Um... At night, usually about an hour or less before I, I'm ready for bed, I take 3 milligrams of melatonin. I also take 225 milligrams of trazodone, the uh, non-addictive sleeping pill I mentioned earlier. Both, are, you know, I, they, really, they really do help me because there, there have been nights when I don't take the trazodone and I don't sleep as well or can't fall asleep as quickly um, you know in the past I always relied on clonopin or maybe drinking excessively or being so tired from smoking weed all day but I do none of those things anymore and I rely on those meds the, the melatonin is over the counter it's not that expensive uh, the chazinone is a prescription pill I also use uh a white noise machine to block out all disruptive sounds. It provides greater mind clarity in a peaceful environment. I use the white noise at at night when I'm going to bed. Also, when I'm at my computer and I'm and I'm writing, uh, and I have it on now just to you know keep a peaceful environment and keep me steady with my moods. Uh, it really helps. The white noise machine that I have, I uh, I got on Amazon. It was uh, I think less than forty dollars, but you know it's definitely worth it if you're having problems with noise, or cars outside, or neighbors, or dogs, whatever it may be. Uh, it's it's a great addition to my uh, my daily routine. You know, at night I I turn out all the lights except the one by my bed. Uh, you know, I, I turn off the TV at least an hour or, or, or more before I get into bed. And at my bedside lamp, I can uh, dim the light so I'm readying myself to go to sleep. 
I also keep my bedroom cool. I, I don't sleep very well when it's warm. Uh, so about an hour or so before I go to sleep, I I turn the thermostat all the way down and and keep the keep it that way for the rest of the night. I also minimize my screen time on my phone, my iPhone, my iPad. I try not to play games or do something that's uh, you know, stimulating uh, right before bed. I like to read a good book before turning on my light. The result of all these nighttime changes I have mentioned and the modifications has really improved my mood stability. I mean, I it really has. I... I am episode free from mania for almost a year and a half. No manic episodes. Contrast that with the 25 to 30 manias that I went through in the past 20 years. It's a significant difference. Uh, I mean, I, I have still gotten depressed in the past, in that amount of time, the, the past year and a half, but... It was a shorter duration than my depressions of the past. So these changes have have greatly improved my mood stability. And I really believe that if you are having some of these issues, if you worried about hypomania, mania, problem sleeping, um, I hope that they help you as well. Uh, and we're you know we're coming on to a new year 2019 in a couple days i hope everyone has a wonderful fulfilling and productive year ahead and thank you very much for listening i'll be back in about a week uh thanks again take care